This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about why we get taken by the narcissist. A lot of times you get taken by the narcissist not because the narcissist was so fantastic, all right? Because you're dealing with a narcissist who lies and deceives and manipulates and, you know, flips the blame back on you and tries to cut you down. So the narcissist themselves was not a great person. And in a sense, a lot of people knew that. But why did the narcissist, why were they able to capture you? Because basically, you guys, a lot of people lusted the narcissist and myself included, okay? Because you look at the external of that person and, you know, you feel that chemistry, that chemistry, you're lusting after them, you know, you, there's something sexy about them, you know, you think about the two of you together in bed and what you are really attracted to is the exterior of that person and that lustful feeling that you have for them. But see, when you understand life and you're a spiritual person and you, you know, educate yourself, you realize that when you lust somebody, you're go- you're going for the wrong things and not the right things, and that's why you end up with somebody like a narcissist a lot of times because you're lusting after that person, you're really physically attracted. It's all about the flesh, okay? It's all about the flesh. It's not even about the person has a beautiful heart because narcissists don't have a beautiful heart. Narcissists can be very cruel and cutting. So it was more the attraction, you know, you were feeling that attraction, that that physical attraction of the flesh. All right. And a lot of people won't admit that, but you know, you have to be true to yourself. Okay. You have to say to yourself, you know what, when I think back on it, yeah, I was really lusting that person. Yeah. I was thinking of myself in bed with that person. I wanted to be physical with that person. All right. But see, you have to be focused in life. 
okay? And when you're not focused in life or you're not, you know, spiritually aware, you end up with the wrong things and you end up in trouble, okay? So you never ever think with your heart, you think with your head, okay? Because your heart will get you in trouble. And this happens to so many people, so many people, and they don't even realize it. They think, oh, I love this person. I love this person. Well, what did you love about the person? What the fuck did you love about somebody who was not transparent with you, okay? All those good times that you had with the narcissist and you look back on it, look look at the timing of things. Yeah, Number one, everybody's nice in the beginning. You don't know somebody in the beginning. That's when they put their best face forward, all right? You're something new to them and they're something new to you. And, you know, everybody's so nice and accommodating in the beginning and so sweet in the beginning. But that's not the core person. The core person is somebody that you see when the times are tough, that's the core person. And when you're dealing with a narcissist, a narcissist is not your ride or die. A narcissist is not there when times get tough. A narcissist will abandon you or make excuses, okay? So this is what you got to think back on. Would this person be there for me if I was really in trouble, if I was really sick, if I lost my job, if I was financially strapped and and I was having problems. Would this person be there for me? Or would this person make excuses and abandon me? All right? The other thing that you got to keep in mind, you guys, is, you know, when you lust after somebody, lust is not long-term. Any kind of relationship that you look back on that you were lusting the person, did it ever last long? No. Most of the time, no. All right? If it did last longer, that person probably had some nice qualities that you liked, but it doesn't last. You know, love is when you're able to, you know, you love that person because you know that person accepts you for who you are, okay? When you're lusting after somebody and it's just a lustful situation, that person is not in it for the long haul. They don't care about you. Lust doesn't care. Love cares. Somebody who loves you doesn't want to see you hurt. But somebody who lusts you, they don't care about you. They don't give a fuck about you, okay? All they care is about the flesh. All they care is about being with you and using you physically, okay? And a lot of narcissists, and I'm going to talk about female narcissists first. Female narcissists, this is like, this is their trump card in hooking men, all right, a lot of times, or women. The thing is, what they're going to do is they're going to use their sexuality to entice you so that you are lusting after them. It's lust. So what they're going to do is they're going to send you naked pictures. They're going to talk to you sexually. They're going to talk dirty on the phone, some of them. They are going to really sex you down to the point where it's an addiction, where you're, you're not in love with that person. You're in lust with that person. And now you're addicted to that person because you're addicted to that lustful feeling. Okay. And when that narcissist takes it away, okay, or they become cold and indifferent or they discard you, 
what you're you're not missing the narcissist. You're missing that lustful feeling that you had with the narcissist. They filled some kind of void inside you. They gave you instant pleasure, instant gratification. But what you got to keep in mind is instant pleasure, instant gratification does not last. And it's the same thing if you're a female and you're with, you know, a male narcissist. A lot of the male narcissists you were lusting after, okay? And you, you know, you were sexually attracted to them and you look back on it and you say to yourself, you know, I wasn't thinking about, you know, doing mundane things with them all the time. I was thinking about, you know, I was really lusting this person. I really wanted to get busy with this person. I couldn't wait to get in the bedroom with this person. I was just so physically attracted to this person. And again, it's physical attraction. So when you think about being in a relationship, you guys, and you want to be in a solid relationship that lasts, you've got to think outside the body, all right? And and other people, they say, you know, they look at other things. They look, oh, is this person stable? Do they have a job? Oh, do they have a good personality and everything? But the real important ca- thing characteristic is somebody's general character. Do they have good character? All right. And when we say people have good character, they that means that they do the right thing. Okay. You're dealing with somebody who's got morals and values. You're not dealing with in, in a moralistic type of human being like the narcissist. Narcissists don't have morals. Okay, somebody who has morals doesn't lie. A narcissist lies. You know, their father is Satan. And I'm going to get spiritual because you have to get spiritual. You have to look outside the box. That's the only way you're really going to understand life. You're really going to understand what are we doing on this planet and where are we going? So you've got to look at the big picture. Okay. And a lot of people say, well, if there's a God, you know, there is no God or there wouldn't be narcissists in the world and everything. It's the sin, okay? Man create, man caused sin, all right? So, but I'm not going to get too much into, you know, the spiritual thing too much, all right? I'm getting back to the real reasons why you guys got caught up with the narcissist and you're having a hard time getting over the narcissist. And I've had people come to me and say, I I don't know what to do. I'm crying every day. It's been a year and I don't know why I can't get over this person. I keep thinking about them and thinking about them. And my number one response to them is this, you have not yet seen this person for who they truly are, okay? And I went through that with somebody, okay? I went through that where I was really lusting this person and, you know, very attracted, sexually attracted this person. This person had me going for two years. I was dealing with a malignant narcissist at the time, you know, um, very, you know, sexy individual, you know, athlete, everything, okay? And he was the biggest game player, biggest narcissist, and for the long time, I didn't get it. Why didn't I get it? Because number one, I didn't know about narcissism at the time. I didn't recognize I was dealing with a narcissist. So we were having huge fights where he was always accusing me of what he was doing, it yelling and screaming and back and forth. And it, it was, and the biggest realization that I had was that 
This person is not like me. This person is not somebody who's speaking the truth. It wasn't till later on after that two years that I realized I was dealing with a liar, okay? I was dealing with a liar. I wasn't dealing with a transparent person. And as years went on, years later, I look back on it and I have I have no feelings for that person whatsoever. I don't feel for that person the same as I did at the time. And why is that? Because I see them for exactly who they are. They're pathetic. That's what they are. They're pathetic individuals, okay? So you have to pity these people because they have to go to the extreme of being liars and manipulators in order to get what they want because they are so damn insecure. And this is exactly what's going to happen to you when you feel like you can't get over somebody. It's going to take time, but I promise you, you will get over that person once you truly see that person for who they are. Once you step back, go no contact, and educate yourself. If you are still thriving and thinking about that narcissist, there's two reasons why. Either you haven't, you know, seen the narcissist for who they truly are. You don't know enough about life to understand character. And this is why later on in life, you get it. Okay. When you're young, you don't really get it because you really don't understand life. You know, it takes experience to understand life. That's why I could speak on narcissism the way I do. I've had experience all around the board. Okay. From dealing with a parent who was a narcissist, siblings that were narcissists, friends that were narcissists, people that tried to use me for money, people that tried to use me for sex, people that tried to use me for a place to live, people that tried to use me, you know, just for their ego. This is why I can speak on this. This is what people say to me, how do you know so much about this? Because I've experienced you guys. Everything that I speak about or, you know, I do videos on, I've experienced it. So that's how I know it. And I won't, you know, do a video unless I've personally pretty much for the most part experienced it so that it is the truth. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. Once you've had that experience, you're going to look back on that narcissist and you're going to say to yourself, they weren't as great as I thought they were. Now that I think about it, they are a sorry ass individual and it was just a lust thing. I was just lusting this person. And this person was also manipulating me with the love bombing, giving me the future fake, you know, giving, pretending to build up this fantasy because they studied me. They realized what I wanted. So they created that fantasy. And if you're a vulnerable person, which I, at the time, I was a vulnerable person. I was in a vulnerable place when that malignant narcissist got me, okay? And even like year, years later, when I uh, told, you know, my best friend, my homie in Chicago, and I was like, listen, you know, I'm more mad at myself for, for you know, letting this person take advantage of me. And you know what he said to me? Because he is, you know, this dude, he knows everything. He's my best friend. And he's got a lot of life experience. And he said to me, he said, he got you when you were vulnerable. He got you when you were vulnerable. He said, I know that if he tried his manipulative tricks today, he, he said, you wouldn't even give him half a time a day. All right. And that is the truth. That is the truth. And a lot of people say to me, oh, you know, 
you know, you're no nonsense and this and that. And, you know, I would have been afraid to be your guy and everything. The reason that I am the way I am is because I have come to a point in my life that I don't tolerate nonsense. And the minute that I see nonsense any which way, I don't deal with it. I don't deal with you, okay? I try to treat people respectfully and I expect the same respect back. And that means by being a truthful, transparent person. And if I see any kind of game playing or I see anybody who can't, you know, be respectful as far as like texting me back in a a reasonable amount of time or anybody who gaslights me and can't speak the truth. I see any kind of confusion, you know, shady shit. I am out of there because of my experience, because I know that it is a road for mess later on. Okay. So you have to be, you you know, your cutoff game has got to be fierce. And I did a podcast on that. Go listen to it. It's one of my older podcasts, but you know, this is how you respect yourself. And when you've been a person that's been through a lot of narcissistic abuse, you will get to a point where you will, you're going to respect yourself and nobody's going to put a wool over your eyes. Okay. And people may say, oh, you're so hard. No, this is called respecting myself. And if you're doing the right thing, you and I won't have a problem with each other. And if you have a problem with it, then it means that you're a shady person that doesn't, you know, that has a problem with my boundaries. So be on your way and exit left. Okay. Because life is too short to pull up, you know, to put put up with anybody's nonsense. So the point is this, you guys. I I know when I talk to my clients that come to me about the people that the narcissists that they were dealing with, I could tell most of them it was a lustful situation. Okay. And that's exactly what how the narcissist also gets you because they will be very romantic. They will, you know, they're gonna lay it on they're going to be, you know, inflating your head. They're, they're going to use lust. They're going to use pictures. They're going to send you pictures of themselves and you're going to be lusting after them. And then they're going to want pictures of you and, you know, all of that back and forth. All of that is pleasures of the flesh. It's not, you're not connecting with somebody's soul. Look back on that narcissist and you tell me, Okay, if you connected with their soul and what does that mean exactly? But see, here's the thing that you got to keep in mind. Narcissists will pretend to connect with your soul. This is part of the manipulation. That's why a lot of them will pretend to be God following people. All right. They pretend to be godly fearing people They pretend to be, you know, religious or they go to church or they go to the synagogue or they go to mosque. All right. They're going to pretend to be this kind of person so that you trust them. All right. Do not, you know, you have to look at somebody's lifestyle. If they're living a promiscuous lifestyle, but then they're talking about how they're all about God, you're dealing with somebody who's full of shit full of shit. It's not what they say. It's what they do and how they live. So look at that person. This is, you guys, this is gold. Think back on the narcissist that you were dealing with and ask yourself, how was that person living? Were they living what what I'm going to call, quote unquote, a clean life? And what does a clean life mean? It means they were flying straight. All right. They were doing the right thing in life. They were a stable person. They were able to take care of themselves. 
you know, they were reliable, they were responsible, they were not promiscuous, they were not, you didn't catch them in somebody's inbox 42 times, they didn't disappear on you, they led a clean life. Look back on that narcissist and you, you know, you think to yourself, did that person, was that, were they really a clean person or were they a dirty person in the sense that they did dirty things, okay? Or they were confusing. They couldn't answer your question straight because when somebody can't answer a question straight, that is a huge red flag. You are dealing with a liar, period, dot, end of story. Or what they do is they'll repeat what you say. Where was I last night? Where was I last night? They're biding time to think about how to answer. These are all signs of liars. And a good advice that I could give you guys, not even just with your past relationships, with anybody that you deal with, go study signs of liars, okay? Like liars, a lot of times when they're lying, they'll scratch their neck, they'll play with their nose, they're, they're fidgety or something like that. I'm telling you, if you study this, you guys, and I did a podcast on this, Signs of a Liar, go listen to that. It's a good podcast. When you study signs of a liar, next time you're dealing with somebody, see, this is all education. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to educate you guys to protect you so that you don't waste your life with a fucking narcissist, all right? And, you know, I'm I'm passionate about this because I went through it. And that was part of why I, I became a podcaster, okay? Because I got involved in podcasting about dating and relationships because I was in the game. I didn't like things that were going on in the game. I was a victim of the game. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to expose these motherfuckers and everything like that. And I went and I started out and then I narrowed it down to what really was the problem. And the problem was I was dealing with narcissists. All right. And when you get and you pin down the problem, you, you, are able to understand the problem. And when you understand the problem, you won't make the same mistake. Okay. And you will, you know, you'll heal faster because you'll see it for what it is. You'll see it for what it is. And you'll look back on that narcissist in time. Once, you know, you've emotionally heal, you will look back and say, I, I dealt with a sorry ass person. I dealt with a sorry ass person that was a coward that couldn't be transparent, that was after some supply out of me because, you know, they are in, in a person that feels inadequate, inferior, insecure, and they needed something from me to build themselves up, okay? They weren't what I thought they were. The narcissist is not who you think they are in the beginning. And it takes time and education later on to really see that you're not dealing with somebody as great as you thought you were dealing with. If anything, you're going to look back and say, how the hell did I get involved with that? Okay. Once you come out of that bubble, you're going to say, how the hell did I ever deal with somebody like that? I would never give them the time of day. And then you also have to look at yourself and you've got to introspect in yourself and say, what was I lacking to allow myself to get involved with something like that. There had to be something lacking in me that I felt that this person could fulfill. Maybe you were lonely. Maybe you didn't want to be alone, okay? And and you felt like this person was going to, you know, fill you up and make you, you know, be your support system. Like I said, the narcissist comes in like your hero and leaves as your nightmare, okay? Because they're not who you think they are. 
they they that whole persona in the beginning is nothing but an act. They deserve an Academy Award, some of them, because they're very, very good actors and actresses, okay? And it's not your fault. Forgive yourself. You didn't know what you were dealing with. Half the time you get involved with these narcissists, you didn't know what you were dealing with, all right? Like, you know, a lot of times, you you know, you were misled, you weren't taught this in school, and it took a lot of education with, you know, whatever it is, whether it's podcasts, YouTube videos, or whatever, to educate yourself. And then you say, oh, oh my God, I'm dealing with a narcissist. I'm dealing with somebody who's flipping the blame. I'm not the crazy one. I'm dealing with somebody who's calling me crazy so that they t- can discredit me and make me look like, you know, I'm crazy or something, and it's to lift themselves up and so they they don't have to take accountability. Once you're able to recognize all these things, oh my God, you guys, you're going to be a dynamo. You are going to be a dynamo. This is why I could take so much, I, this is why I have like so much self-esteem when I go into a courtroom because I've dealt with so much and I've experienced so much. I know how to deal with it. And when I go in there, I know what the fuck I'm talking about and I'm not intimidated anymore because I'm able to recognize people. And this is why the study of narcissism is so crucial in life. You're able to study people and you know what they are and you know how to deal with them, okay? And somebody made a point and they said, well, is there ever a good time to ask a narcissist something? And there most definitely is. Now, some people said, no, but there is. How do I know? I dealt with a very dangerous, malignant uh, narcissist, my father, okay? And in order to survive in our household as kids, there were certain times you had to approach him and certain times you didn't, all right? Because he was a very violent man. So yes, there were certain times you could approach him about certain things you wanted to ask him and he was fine and he would even, you know, sometimes be on your side with things. But there were other times that you don't go near somebody like that when, you know, they're having an off day. So yes, you can approach a narcissist at certain times, depending on their mood. Okay. Narcissists can be very moody. So if you trying to ask them a question or get something from them, you want to catch them in a good mood. All right. But now I'm getting off the tangent of this podcast. This podcast is really for you to self-reflect and think back on your relationship and say to yourself, was it really love? Did it give me peace? Because when you're in love with somebody, you should have peace. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, there is no peace. They don't give you peace. If anything, they give you heartache. They give you sleepless nights. They give you anxiety. They give you depression. They make you, they have you going to a therapist. They have you going to a therapist when it's them who needs the therapy, but a narcissist will never self-reflect and say that there's anything wrong with them. It's always somebody else's fault because they can't deal with shame. That's what it comes to, you go, you know? So when you're dealing with that narcissist, a, you know, a narcissist should respect your feelings and they don't, all right? When you're in a healthy relationship, somebody respects your feelings, they validate you, they're able to take ownership of when they're wrong. They can take accountability. You know, they don't want to see you hurt. A narcissist doesn't care about hurting anybody else, except all they care about is lifting themselves up. So why were you with that narcissist? Ask yourself, why were you with that narcissist? Was it because you were lacking something within yourself? You felt like, you know, 
you needed this person, you didn't want to be alone, you've got to be truthful to yourself why you were with that person. Or was it that they were really, you know, you were lusting after them, it was a sexual thing, or you were still thinking about the beginning of the relationship, the fantasy that they built in your mind that you were two, the two of you were going to have this wonderful life together and they were going to be your support, they are your soulmate, they are your rock. What they told you in the beginning doesn't mean shit, okay? It's all bullshit lies, all right? Everything out of the narcissist's mouth most of the time is a lie, all right? So, you know, it's somebody, it's what somebody shows you that matters. And if the narcissist doesn't respect you, then they never loved you. They don't love anybody. They can't love anybody because they can't be vulnerable. Narcissists can't be vulnerable because they don't trust. That's what it comes down to. Narcissists don't trust anybody. So they're not going to open themselves up. They're not going to be vulnerable and they don't trust you. All right. So there's always a little bit of a wall up. All right. They'll hide money. They'll hide what they do that, you know, they're secretive. So what is there to love about that? Nothing. All right. The narcissist didn't love you. The narcissist was with you because of something. You were security to them, knowing that you were there. You were offering something to them. Maybe you were offering them a place to live. Maybe you were offering them sex. Or maybe you were just offering them attention and feeding their ego, all right? There's there's a lot of different reasons why narcissists stay with you. It's not because of love. It's because of, you know, they're getting something that fills up that empty space inside them. They're trying to fill that empty space inside them to make themselves feel, you know, like a complete person or a superior person, but they'll never be able to do that without self-reflection and really be able to own the fact that they have an inferiority complex because it's in their subconscious. If you ask a narcissist, you know, if they feel, if they, if they're insecure, they'll never, ever admit really to being insecure. Never. Unless they say that because they're trying to fool you and try to pretend to be vulnerable. But a narcissist, you know, they don't look at themselves as insecure, but they are insecure. It's in their subconscious. That's why they do what they do. That's how you know they're insecure because they're always trying to prove something or they're always trying to put you down in order to lift themselves up. Or they're always trying to tell you, you do something wrong because they want to be the authority on things. Okay. So understand this. Most of the time, it's a lust thing, you guys. It's a lust thing. It's not a love thing. And also go listen to my podcast. I did an old, old podcast on this about the difference between lust and love. And you'll be able to really understand it. And, you know, never look for a serious relationship or a long-term relationship with somebody that you're just lusting, okay? It's got, you've got to connect with that person's soul. You've got to feel like this person accepts you for who you are and that, you know, they're able to be humble. Okay. You want to be with somebody who's able to be humble. They're able to humble themselves. You don't want to deal with a proud, arrogant, or haughty type of person. Those are not God's people. So that's what you're going to end up with is mess and unhappiness and toxicity. You want somebody who's able to humble themselves so that you can work with this person. All right. You can work with this. That's the true love is somebody who's able to humble themselves because they care about you, that they could put themselves on the side and sacrifice for you. All right. So I hope that helps you guys. Uh, if it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast and have a great day.
If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day mm-hmm.